Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. I don't know. Might be me. John Grayson here with you. It's uh, third hour of the broadcast underway. And if you want to jump in and join us, you can. 913-586-7798. Quick correction, by the way. I was reading the article about Clark Hunt being voted worst uh, owner in the NFL. And it kept saying, the league said, the league said, the league said. It wasn't the league. And my apologies for saying so. It was actually the, the survey came out from the NFL Players Association. It was the players union and the players themselves who voted on these things. So among the players in the league that responded to this survey from the NFLPA, that's what said Clark Hunt is the worst owner in the NFL. And a lot of it had to do with the fact that uh, some of the players, uh, the, the players here were told that the practice facilities were going to be upgraded after the 2022 season. They were not. And uh, the reason for that that was given by Clark Hunt is you guys keep winning and they don't have time. I mean, it, it, you know, there's a finite amount of time between the end of the season and when you open the practice facilities back up. And if you end your season at the end of December, it's a vast difference from ending your season in the middle of February. So they lose a month and a half every year because the Chiefs are so good. Now, whether that's true, I don't know. All I can tell you is that's that's what he said as a result. Now, Colin, you mentioned the fact that there are other interesting things about this survey. Yeah. Because now, while they said that Clark Hunt was the worst owner in the NFL, the players also said that the best coach in the NFL? I mean, come on. Is there really even a question? Yeah. So they asked the players in a, in a variety of different categories, treatment of families, food cafeteria, nutrition, dietitian, uh, locker room, training room, uh, training staff weight room, strength coaches, team travel, 
head coach, and ownership are the uh, the categories in which they are ranking their own organization. Right. So Andy Reid, obviously best coach in the NFL by a lot. He received an A plus. He was ranked first. So out of all head coaches. Yeah. And the, the other head coaches, by the way, uh, Harbaugh in Minnesota was number two. Uh, the coach of the Lions, whose name escapes me. Dan Campbell. Dan Campbell. Thank you. Number three. Uh, coach of the Rams, number four. And then Sean McVay. Sean McVay. And then uh, Mike Tomlin, the coach of the Steelers at number five. Um, yeah, and the worst coaches in the NFL. I look at the records. That's really all you've got to do. Browns, Saints, uh, uh, Atlanta, the Falcons, uh, the Washington Commanders, and then uh, the Raiders. So if we take a composite of all of the uh, all of the categories, average them out. Do you want to guess which team in the NFL had the highest overall grade based on their players? voting on their on their teams or giving feedback to their teams so all of it the entire survey like which team yes two teams received an a plus rating if we're going off of of like a high school college gpa scale two teams received an a plus um but one team was was a bit higher than the other a boy even though they've underperformed uh and everybody always hacks on their owner i would have to assume the cowboys are going to be way up there incorrect no uh hmm. cowboys are sitting at a B. Okay, so yeah, high, B, high up, middle but, of the but, pack. But not, okay, but not way up at the top. Um, Steelers? The Miami Dolphins. No. Sitting at the top of the list. Let's take a look <laughs> at this. Treatment of facilities, A minus, third uh-huh. in the league. They do not have their only uh, lowest rated is their head coach. He okay. still has an A, Mike McDaniel, but he's eighth. So I assume there were some ties, tiebreakers. It's probably a tie for fifth or something like that but he came in eighth so let's look at let's look at miami here i can't i can't take any team seriously whose head coach looks like the jeff goldblum character (laughs) from from jurassic park i keep wondering uh i think uh we should uh run a you know screen (laughs) uh, that drives me crazy anyway yeah dolphins a minus a a a a a a minus a plus wow a a a a Minnesota was way high up too. And Minnesota they? was the other A plus. I don't have their individual scores, but they are the other one that is uh, that is an A plus. Do you want to guess who is at the very bottom of this list? Um. Oh wow. With an F minus, like the absolute most pathetic the team, the worst team. Thirty two out of thirty two. Boy, I I think Washington is in total disarray. Incorrect. No, the Kansas City Chiefs. <laughs> Are 32 out of 32. Let's take a look at their individual grades. Treatment of facilities, D+. Okay. Cafeteria, C-. Nutritionist, dietitian, F. Locker room, F. Training room, D. Training staff, F. Weight room, C+. Strength coaches, C+. Team travel, D. Head coach, A+. Ownership, F minus. Hey, I'm, I'm curious about something, and this is, I'll explain why I'm asking here in just a second. Do you have the you've got the entire list in front of you? I have the Chiefs list and I have the entire list of teams. I don't have their individual like. So you can't like click on Tampa Bay and, and get, see. No, but I can tell you okay. where Tampa Bay is uh, in relation. Just to the overall. Rest of the yeah. Where, where where are they sitting? Tampa Bay. Where are we looking here? Still scrolling down. They're at a D minus. Wow. So at okay. 29. The reason I J- ask. Just a few spots ahead of the Chiefs. The reason I ask is that you mentioned the food in the cafeteria mm-hmm. is part of it. There's a guy that used to be 
the the nutritionist and head chef for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Dude's name was Jose. And when I was covering the team all those years ago, he was there. He retired, I think, uh, like 96 or 97. And I want to tell you, some of the best meals I have ever eaten in my life were, were in that practice facility. Now, the Bucks were terrible at that point. I mean, they were really, really bad. But, um, yeah, I mean, uh, Jose was a master. And, I mean, best Cuban sandwich I've ever had in my life, practice facility at the Buccaneers. Yeah. I, I mean, it was just – and it was always that. It was always Cuban from paella and ropa vieja and all of this wonderful stuff. So, yeah, since he's retired, apparently things have gone downhill. <laughs> and a lot has come out about the Chiefs' facilities, especially with this new renovation sure. coming to the stadium. Yeah. You see pictures of their weight room with their bench racks, their squat racks. It looks like my high school weight room, guys. <laughs> you compare that to like what the Chargers have in their new stadium oh, yeah. to what the Raiders have in their new stadium. The Chiefs are working out in a high school weight room at this point. Somebody just texted in. I'm going to have to chase this down and find out if this is true. If it is, I would not be surprised at all. They said the report also says Tampa Bay showers were reported to have multiple bugs seen inside the shower. All right. I, I can't, having been a resident of that area for 20-something years, I can't really fault them for that. Because if you can find me a 10-square-foot area in, in the entire Tampa Bay area that doesn't have any bugs in it, I would love to see that. I would find it difficult to believe. So, um, yeah, it, it it is weird. I mean, the kind of things that you seize on uh, for something like that. But then again, you know, geography is going to have at least something to do with it. Do you want to guess where your Buffalo Bills finished here? Wow. Um, I know they just renovated the stadium not that long ago. And, uh, I mean, yeah, uh, McDermott's pretty well-liked among the players. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to say probably a solid B. They finished with an A- minus A in ninth. Okay. And my Green Bay Packers finished with an A in fifth. Nice. And, again, they've done a tremendous amount of work to the facilities mm -hmm. in, in Green in, Bay in over Lambo the last few well, years, yeah. too. So, yeah, this is only the second year they've done this survey. Yeah. And Clark Hunt was the worst owner last year, too. So, oops. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll see. But one other football thing here real quick. We mentioned before the top of the hour, and then we'll get on to some other stuff. I know we're not a sport team. Um, but, the, yeah, the, the Rules and Competition Committee was asked about the tush push. And a lot of the players came out and said, leave it alone. It's fine. Um, you know, the, the, if, it's, if you want to stop it, stop it was basically the, the problem. And usually when the Rules and Competition Committee says something has to be excised from the game, it's because it's dangerous. It's, it's going to get somebody hurt. That's the stuff they really focus on. And the players are saying, this doesn't hurt anybody. If you follow the rules, you don't pull a guy, you push a guy then there's no real injury threat there any more than there would be on any other play. Right, because the issue that it runs into is the rule of assisting or aiding or helping the runner, which a penalty in football occurs when an offensive player pulls or carries a ball carrier in order to gain additional yards. They are not, they are not doing that. And it's always been that way. It's always been that way, yeah. They are pushing the individual. Right. So, yeah, it's, it, it, the tush-push will stay, at least for now. And uh, it was uh, Troy Vincent. Is is he the yeah. NFLP? I get yeah. What he said about this was, um, look, if, if you know, if one team is better at it than another team, don't punish a team for being good. Right. 
<laughs> you know, why would you do that? That's what you're supposed to do is be able to go for it on fourth down when you need to and pick up the yardage. Right. And it's not the Eagles' fault that they have a quarterback that can squat 600 pounds. Right. And they have one of the best offensive lines, interior offensive lines in football. Yeah. And they have the ability to do it. And why punish them right. for not breaking any rules? And you look at what what's going on. What happens? I mean, the, the NFL, it has been said many, many times, is a league of copycats. It's a copycat league. So yes. how many other teams now are doing exactly the same thing? I mean, they were making fun of the, the fact that every time the Bills do it, Josh Allen runs to the left yeah. every single time, and they've got guys pushing them. Well, that's which side of the line gets the better push. So, of course, you're going to do that. So that gets you up to speed, at least for what's going on in the NFL uh, for the time being. But, yeah, if, if you were concerned about whether that was going to stay, at least in the rules in 2024, yes, it is. We'll take a brief time out on that. We'll get away from football and sports here and get back into what's going on elsewhere in the news. And if you want to jump in with us, you can do that. 913-586-7798. 913-586-7798. John Grayson with you. Plenty more to come on 98.1 KMBZ. John Grayson with you as we continue on through this Friday afternoon. Hey, there's a thing. I, I want to go through this real quick. Um, apropos of nothing, we're not going to you know turn it into a topic or take calls on it because there's really not much to say. But every so often this comes up, and I wanted to get you up to speed if you have not heard yet. And this concerns people who do a lot of buying and selling online. And even more than that, people who do a lot of buying and selling using money transfer app, apps like uh, PayPal, Venmo, Zelle. Uh, let me grab my phone. <laughs> of, uh, Cash app, you know, all of those. And, and if you use things like eBay a lot uh, or Reverb, which is like eBay for musical instruments, that sort of thing. There was a rule that was supposed to go into place, believe it or not, after the 2022 tax year that didn't. And there was a question about whether it was going to go into effect this year. And the answer is kind of. The way that it works is you're supposed to report any income. Uh, I, I think $600 is still the threshold. That if you make $600 over the course of a year from a particular customer or in a particular transaction, that you're supposed to report that. But the rules for online transactions haven't caught up to that, at least not yet. So uh, it had always been if you did interstate commerce using eBay or Reverb or whatever, that that wasn't reportable as income for your income tax. I mean, it really is, and you should do that anyway, but they weren't going to, like, send you a W, what is it, W-9? Uh, whatever, the, the, whatever the paperwork is for your taxes. They weren't going to send you that if it was less than 600 bucks. So uh, we fast forward to 2022 when that when they were going to implement that $600 cap, and they decided not to. There was a flurry of information that came out right at the end of the year, and they were like, no, 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 this is too much. We're not going to do this. Uh, we'll wait, and we'll try to do it again next year. So for your 2023 taxes that you're about to file, you instead of that $600 threshold being in place, they decided that would still be overwhelming so they're going to kind of phase it in. And the way that it's going to work is if you made income via those kinds of online transactions or using those kinds of apps, that's $20,000 or above. That's, that's the threshold now for those. So you'll get tax paperwork and have to report that as income if it's over $20,000. Uh, I, I saw that notification on Reverb. Maybe, I don't know, a week ago. 
and went in and read the whole thing, and they were like, it is, this is where it is now. Next year, that number is going to lower. There are rumors about where it's going to be, but it doesn't really bear talking about until we get there because that could change a lot over the course of this year. But as of right now, if you had less than $20,000 worth of sales on eBay or on Reverb or via those apps, you're not going to have to worry about that. Um, so there you go. <laughs> and in case you were wondering, because we were wondering about that going into the end of the year, how much, I mean, Jamie and I talked about this a little bit on the air. How much is, is how sure are we that any of that income is going to have to be reportable when it comes to your taxes this year? But like we said, in any given venue, that number stands at $20,000. So if you don't do, if you do some business online, but you do that much, you're probably in the clear. Uh, another c- quick couple of things, uh, some bizarre little stories coming in from around the globe. There was an incident, and there's video of this. We'll pop this up on Twitter for you here in just a bit, that happened in Venice Beach, California. Um, Colin, have you ever been there to see it when somebody totally loses it? Can you elaborate a little more? <laughs> like you're like you're out in public. Like a full mental break. Not even a mental break necessarily, but just somebody who uh, I've talked about this before. I was in Tennessee one time back when I still smoked. It was at the radio station and we couldn't smoke inside. So me and my buddy, little Richard, not that one, <laughs> uh, went outside to have a smoke. And across the street from a radio station was a Captain D's, the seafood restaurant. Sure. And for whatever reason, and we couldn't, we were too far away to hear what he was saying, but there was some dude who either got kicked out or fired or something like that. So he's standing outside the Captain D's alone. He's the only one there and and pointing and yelling. And he's like, and we stood there for about 10 minutes watching this guy lose it at the outside of a Captain D's building. That's the kind of thing I mean. No, I have not ever seen anyone (laughs) lose their mind in public like that. This is the one you would want to see because a a naked woman, and we'll start there, right? Okay. Uh, A naked woman in Venice Beach, California, started walking up, uh, and let me see if I can describe this a little bit. She was on the beach, but not really on the sand. Like, she was on the little, there's a... like a wide sidewalk. Uh, you'll see this in movies all the time. They love showing Venice Beach because everybody there is gorgeous. And, the, you know, the scenery is all beautiful and all of this stuff. So you'll see like roller skaters or bikers or, you know, bicycle riders, not <laughs> walking down this sidewalk. Uh, so it's that sidewalk in Venice Beach. And this naked woman walks up and starts just causing trouble in a sort of a general sense and there's a bunch of vendors, um, people selling beachy stuff, sunglasses, towels, uh, you know, little knickknacks, floaties, whatever, who are lined up there. And they sell hats and T-shirts and all of that stuff, too. So she started causing trouble with some of these vendors. And then one of the vendors, another woman, decided to confront her. Now, the woman doing the confronting, the vendor, is a lot bigger than the naked woman and was also clothed and armed with a medieval weapon. She had a flail, which is like a baseball bat with spikes on the end of it. So she starts going after the naked woman with the flail. Here's the crazy part of the story. 
as she's physically confronting the naked woman, and like we said, there's video of the entire thing. It's redacted, so we're not putting actual naked videos on, on our Twitter feed. Uh, but uh, yeah, as as the woman, the the vendor swings the flail in the direction of the naked woman, she lost her grip on it and dropped it. So the naked woman picked it up and then started going back after the vendor. And she's she's walking in that kind of really stilted way that kind of reminds you of Betty and Veronica from the Archie comics, you know, like and and walks up and starts swinging the flail back at her. She was eventually arrested and taken into custody, presumably for, you know, threatening somebody with a flail while naked, which is the kind of charge you only ever see in California. Sure. Um, Maybe Florida. Maybe, maybe, maybe. Um, less nudity, I think, in Florida, mm, generally yes. speaking. A bit but classier folk <laughs> down there in, in Florida. I don't know. I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> but uh, yeah, the good news is nobody was hurt, and eventually the the naked woman was in fact taken into custody, which is how I wish every news story ended. I don't know if you noticed when she drops because I, I watched the video when you, you she drops that flail yeah. and the naked woman picks it up. She gets that thing over her, over like she is about to uh, come down hard. She's about to El Cabong that lady. Yes. With the, yeah, uh, but she didn't. Swinging so. for the fences. I would love to know exactly what led up to that. Like, where where was the first? Was she naked when she walked out of whatever building she walked out of? Or was she like on the beach in a bikini and then became naked, you know? How how did that all go? We the, don't know. What are the series of events here? <laughs> yes. We're still waiting for word. If we get any further information about the naked woman with the flail, we'll let you know. Brief time out. We've got traffic and weather coming up. Back to you in just a little bit as we continue on through this Friday on 98.1 KMBZ. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Past the bottom of the hour, the noon hour. John Grayson here with you. 
Colin uh, running the controls on the broadcast, and we're going to do a little movie news in this segment of the show because you had the opportunity last evening, Colin, to uh, head out to the big screen. What did you see? Dune 2. Ah, the big release Sequel for the week. to Dune. Now, had you, you had seen the first one, I'm assuming? Yes, I did not see it when it came out, but I watched it earlier this week, of course, to be the refresher into part two. Um, what's what's the name of the kid who plays Paul Atreides? Timothy Chalamet. Timothy Chalamet, right. Okay. And I'll talk about him here in a second. Got it. I bet because I texted you right when I got out of the theater yeah. last night. And I I battled with how I wanted to start talking about this movie. I love watching movies. And I love going to the movies because of movies like this. Oh, really? Wow, okay. This is a movie where you can enjoy it anywhere you want, but if you want the full effect of it, I go see. see it in the theater. This is a movie that was made to be what made to be watched in a movie theater. You need to see this one for the see it on the big screen wide, yeah. with the surrounds. Oh my gosh. With the surrounds, <laughs> I'm almost breaking lights over. I'm I'm That's I'm dancing all you over are, the place. Yeah. But yes, this this Dune 2, Dune 1, I thought was very good. I didn't know anything about it going in. I heard some Star Wars comparisons. Sure. I heard, you know, a lot of these sci-fi type elements. If you're a fan of that sci-fi genre, if you like Star Wars, if you like Star Trek, if you like that sort of stuff, I think you'll like this as well. Well, see, and that's not necessarily a bad thing no. either. I mean, when if you're going to be compared to another movie, better Star Wars than, you know, like any right. other and <laughs> let me space be clear, fantasy movie. This movie is nothing like Star Wars, is is what I, okay. what I will say. In terms of a sci-fi space element, that's where I'm, where I'm getting now, that from. Now, I, I have to ask, just for informational purposes, sure. if you have seen the first cinematic Dune from 1980-whatever-it-was, 84? So I did, uh, I had to do some digging, because this story is very complex. Yes. I think is is the best way to put it. There are six books. And trying to that, do that, that in one out. movie is a fool's yes. errand. Yeah. So the, the first book is these first two movies, is how it was split up. So okay. Dune 1 and 2 is the first book. The first book is like a thousand pages, long novel. It's a lot to fit into one movie. I'm glad they split it up into two. Both movies are about two and a half hours, which long, but there is some yeah. action. There is romance. There's the whole thing. You know, what, what do they say at the beginning of the, of the princess bride? When he's talking to young Fred Savage, he's like, it has this, 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 right. these elements of love and blah, 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 and uh, action and whatever. Oh, kind of like kissing. That, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. <laughs> right. Uh, all right. So tell me about Timothy Chalamet. How, how well does he do at pulling off uh, Muad'Dib? So what do you know about the story? Did you read the books? Oh, yeah. Did you, oh, okay. And, I didn't know how And familiar. saw the original movie back in the 80s. And, sure. Yeah. He kills it. Really? I, I have only seen, I know he's been in. A lot of other things. He was in Lady Bird. Uh, he was in the Little Women uh, remake with Florence Pugh, who's also in this movie. Um, I saw him first in Don't Look Up, which is Leonardo DiCaprio, a few others. It's a very political-heavy movie, not getting into that. Sure. But he plays a much more comedic background side character, and I thought he did a good job. He kills it. Okay. I think... I think Coming from the first movie and watching him grow into this character, this messiah, if you will, not because I don't want to ruin anything, I don't want to spoil anything, but growing into this character that he becomes, he does a fantastic job. Okay, I am the only person ever 
who really loved the first one from from the early 80s. Yeah. I don't know why everybody hates that movie like Poison. It, it's a bit dated. What, I don't think oh, it, yeah. it, it looks like it was filmed during that time period. But even at the time, people, I mean, the, the critics just trashed yeah. it and people hated it. Now, I'm probably lucky in that I saw the movie before I read the books. So... Uh, you know, I, I could forgive a lot of the things that the the, the Frank Herbert faithful sure. trashed that movie for. Um, I thought Sting being as over the top as he was was great. I mean, uh-huh. if I want if I'm going to put Sting in a movie, I'm going to tell him, look, overact as much as you are possibly able to. And that's what he did. Uh, oh, somebody else is admitting to loving that movie. OK, there's two of us. Thank you. Thank you. Text line. Um but yeah, I, I thought it was great for what it was and mm-hmm. then read the books and went, okay, I get why everybody hates it, but I, I still have a great deal of affection for that movie. So um, this looks very different from that. Yeah. It's got it's got a much more, like you said, modern sensibility to it. Mm-hmm. It's it's not all mm-hmm. shiny, you know, the way that the first Dune was. Um, so, I, I mean, I've seen the trailers for it. I didn't, I haven't seen the first one of this series yet. Uh and and I happen to catch uh, my uh, my old St. Louis buddy Pat McGonigal on Channel Four this morning was talking about going to see it and has not seen the first one and you know being the rebel of just going to see the second one. If you go to this and you have not seen the first one, are you going to be lost? Yes, you okay. will be very lost because it picks up right where it leaves off, and you won't know anyone. And Denis Villeneuve, who's the director of this movie, who's done other he did Prisoners, he did. Uh, the enemy, another Jake Gyllenhaal movie, um, talks about how complex this story is. Sure. He got a lot of that exposition context out of the way in the first movie. Okay, so now they can just flow and and run. He he had a whole bit on Colbert. I'll see if I can find the the audio of that. But he he talks about how it's 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 just nice to flow where you don't have to explain everything because you've already done that. You've already right. established everything you need to establish. You know these characters. And, of course, you're going to get some new characters. Uh, uh-huh. Austin just, Butler, who yeah. comes in here, who is phenomenal, who's becoming a, a season ticket guy for me. And what I mean by that is I will go watch anything that he's in. He is. It, I will buy season tickets to go watch Austin Butler in anything he does. When he uh, – I wanted to play a clip for you. If uh, Are you familiar with Parks and Recreation? Oh, yeah. yeah. So uh, the Ron Swanson giggle – <laughs> right that was the exact noise i made when austin butler came on screen <laughs> okay. i was i said words under my breath that i cannot say on the air because of how excited i was about seeing him on screen and the way that he portrays i cannot remember his character's name uh at this part uh foyd oh yeah so he kills it uh, and then talking about the rest of the cast as well, him, Timothy, this is one of those like seven degrees of Kevin Bacon things. This cast is monumental. You got those two, Christopher Walken's in it, Zendaya's in it, Jason Momoa is in it. Who's Walken? Uh, Shaddam. Oh, wow. Okay. That's Stellan Skarsgård's in it, Dave Batista's in it, Josh Brolin's in it, uh, Javier Bardem is in it. it. This is a massive operation, and it is one of the best looking films. I think I've ever seen. The, here's the here's cinematography is wonderful. If you have to go through the the cast list, then don't bother. But uh, just out of curiosity, who plays Doctor Yui? I'm looking through the list because that was in the in the in the first one. That was uh, oh, what's his name? Dean Stockwell. I think the guy from Quantum Leap. Oh sure. 
Um, and he was great in that. That was one of the real standouts to me from the first movie. But if if it doesn't jump right out at you, we, we can yes, figure it out Yes, Stellan later. plays uh, Baron. Baron Harkonnen. And he yeah. kills it. It was one of those where you don't recognize him at first, and yeah. then you hear his voice, and you're like, oh, that's still his car. Yeah, <laughs> right. of course. Of I course. feel like I'm watching Good Will Hunting again. Yes, precisely. Yeah. Got and, it. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to find uh, uh, the rest of the. A lot of the names are a bit hard to pronounce. Okay. So it's a little hard to follow especially if you hadn't read the books and you're not familiar i went in completely blind into this i watched maybe that first initial trailer that came out but other than that i i didn't want to be ruined i i just wanted to go in and, and have a good time which we did it was phenomenal excellent um and while you're looking for that yeah the the other thing the other bit of movie news that came out yesterday and i i've been wrong before Okay, uh, I'm one of these people that will, when you tell me about a casting choice, if I immediately hate it, then I'm going to be that way until I've seen the movie and you prove me wrong. A lot of people thought uh, when Interview with a Vampire was adapted for the big screen, they were like, wait a minute, Tom Cruise <laughs> is Lestat? And then, and the funny thing about that was that after most people saw the movie, they were like, oh, but he was awesome. I still think he sucked. He was a terrible stat. That's that, such an odd movie. Yes. Let me, let me say that. That version of, of the him and Brad Pitt is odd, to say the least. Definitely. And uh, so, yeah, but casting choices like that, uh, I have been wrong before and thought, oh, that's a terrible choice. And then I go see the movie and they prove me wrong. And I'm hoping this happens here. It is nowhere near as heavy a movie as we've been talking about with either of the or with any of the ones that we just mentioned. But they're rebooting the Naked Gun series. I love I okay, if you don't know from the Naked Gun movies, first of all, why? And and second of all, uh, go see them. But uh, that it grew out of a brilliant uh, I mean, it was the same bunch of people. It was the, the Zucker, yeah, the Zucker brothers who gave us Airplane. And it started before the Naked Gun was a phenomenon at the theaters. It started as a TV show called Police Squad, which died on the vine. I think they ended up uh, airing six episodes of it before they canceled it. Nobody watched because they, it was half hour episodes and there was no laugh track. And at that point, if you were a comedy on TV and you didn't have a laugh track, people got confused and they didn't know what they were looking at. And you had to pay attention. Like the airplane movies, you had to look for what's going on in the background. Well, that's not how people watch TV, so it really didn't work. But when they made the first Naked Gun movie, it was an amazing runaway hit and they ended up making a whole bunch of sequels. So now they're bringing the Naked Gun movies back and rebooting them. And you want to know who's playing Frank Drebin? I would love to. Another guy that I like a lot, but I cannot see this, Liam Neeson. How old is he at this point? He's got to be 60, 65, maybe. Um, and it's not even that. It's just that I have never seen Liam Neeson do anything funny ever. He's 71. Is he 71? Okay, yeah. Um, I feel like he's much more of a, with, with the tone of his voice yeah. and how he speaks. It's a bit drier. If he were to do comedy, it would be very subtle, very under the table sort of. Right. That sort of thing. Where with Frank. Not where he's going to be Richard Pryor out there yeah. telling jokes. But I know? mean, even Leslie Nielsen uh, mm -hmm. portraying Frank Drebin in the first ones, you know, he he Leslie Nielsen played everything like a newsman. 
You know what I mean? That that was his persona, was a, a news anchor. He His voice was very, you know, had that sort of measured quality to it and everything. And because he was so serious and because he had that helmet of, of white hair and all of the rest of it and looked very officious, when crazy things happened around him, it was funny. But I don't even think of Liam Neeson as being particularly officious. Somebody said he was hilarious in Daddy's Home 2. <laughs> Sorry, that one slid by me. I didn't see Daddy's Home 2. I'll, I'll have to go check that one out when I get home. Um, but, yeah, I, uh, for the life of me, if, if I was going to get somebody that I thought would play Frank Drebin, and Leslie Nielsen's dead, so, I mean, maybe you can't have him do it. Um, but if I was going to get somebody that I thought would play Frank Drebin really, really well, um. Boy, you know, and maybe it's just the fact that I said he's like a news anchor, but I would do Will Ferrell. I mean, because Will Ferrell can, as long as he doesn't go into crazy Will Ferrell mode where he's yelling, he could play that straight and I think do it really well. Uh, I think there are a couple of other names that I would probably pick out before that. But, I mean, to that end, Leslie Nielsen started out as a serious actor. He didn't become funny until Airplane in 1980. Comedy's hard. Oh, yeah. Comedy's a lot harder than people think it is. But the thing about uh, Leslie Nielsen is off screen, even before he started doing comedy movies, he's hilarious. Always was. Um, He, he, for a while, owned a company called, and I swear I'm not making this up, and yes, this is okay to say on the air, (laughs) fartbag.com. And what they did is they sold these little novelty things. It's uh, it's made out of latex. It's a little cylinder that has a hole in the bottom of it. And you hold it in your hand, and with your you, you hold the whole end at your palm. Are you going to fartbag.com? Uh, no, the, the text line mentioned Rowan Atkinson. Oh. He'd be good. Yeah, Steve Martin. That's another yes. one. Yep. Uh, somebody just mentioned Steve Martin and said he would be great. Absolutely. And even looks the part, kind of. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, so you hold that thing in your hand with the the hole down by your palm and then squeeze it with your middle finger and your <laughs> ring finger, and it makes a fart noise against your hand. Oh, great. But you, it's really easy to conceal, so nobody <laughs> knows you have it. And, yeah. yeah, a friend of mine used to have a lot of fun with that thing. So, anyway, uh, but that's who Leslie Nielsen was. So even though he was a serious actor, he was a funny guy. And I don't, I don't know enough about Liam Neeson to know if he's got funny in him. Yeah, I can't say that I've seen him in enough comedic roles to know yeah. if he's even good at so it. So we're both going to have to go watch Daddy's Home 2. Yes, we will have to go watch Daddy's Home 2. <laughs> All right. The last, thing, last thing I'll say about Dune 2. Yeah. Uh, F you to the guy sitting two seats away from me that took – a phone call on speaker no at the very end of the movie where we have this epic coming together i don't i really don't want to ruin anything but when we have this epic coming together of these two characters that are about to battle it out uh-huh and the guy two seats away from me starts talking on speakerphone Wow. Get out of here. Yeah. Get out of here, guys. Well, That's I, worse than a baby in a theater. I'm sure it was an uh, an item of national security interest. Oh, I hope so. Oh, I hope yeah, so. Right. I almost lost it. it I, I would have. I just dude. But yes, go out. Go see Dune 2. Okay. It's very good. Very good. Awesome. Makes me want to read the books. I'll have to go check out the first one now. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, if you want to borrow them, let me know. We'll do some more talking coming up. If you want in, 913-586-7798. John Grayson with you. Uh, Colin Settle running the program today, as most days, and there's plenty more of it to come on. 98.1 KMBZ.
Coming up toward the top of the hour, we've got one more to go after this, and then we'll hand you off to the Friday edition of Dana and Parks. But before we do that, we'll go back to the phones. And if you want to jump in with us, you're always welcome here. 913-586-7798 to Rich Hill, where Annie is standing. Or Ann is standing by. Hi, Ann. Hi, guys. How are you? Doing fine. What's on your mind today? You know, when you're talking about the Dune movies, the first one that they did was much better. It had Sting in it, and I right. think that's the only that's the only one that he ever, I think that's the only movie he ever did. It could very well be. Job. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. It's, it's much more it's much more true true to the book, and it's grosser, and it gives more of the backstory. Well, I haven't book, I haven't seen the new ones yet. Have you seen both of them or just the first? Yes, I've seen um, both of them, oh, wow. and I just think the first one was done so much better. It was truer to the books than than the second one. Well, you and I are in a very small club of people who think so. <laughs> so and I appreciate it. Yeah, I mean, Sting was. He was great in that, and, and thanks very much for the call. He wasn't in it much. I mean, that uh, that character is much more fully fleshed out in the books, uh, where in the, in the first movie... Uh, it, I keep saying 1984. I think that's right. It might have been earlier. It might have been like 82 or 83. But in that movie, uh, he's just basically a, a bulldog. He's basically a bit character as the guy who's going to fight Paul Atreides. So, uh, but it, it was great. I mean, even that, that the way that he delivered that I will kill him line. I will kill him. It, just over the top and crazy and awesome and yeah, uh, you got to love the suit that he was wearing as well that had the little uh, the little knife blades that stuck out of it. Great stuff. A uh, couple of quick ones here uh, for you before the top of the hour. Another story that could only happen in Florida. There has been an arrest made of a woman in a... Okay, I'll, I'll, just, I'll just put this bluntly. She's a stripper, and she was working in a strip club as strippers are, in fact, want to do, which is fine. I mean, I, I got nothing against strippers. Um, so she was doing her gig and ran into a little bit of trouble with a guy who uh, didn't want to tip. Now, I can't say I'm particularly well-versed in strip club etiquette. Really? But, but it seems to me that tipping is part of the deal. Yeah. Right, like you're sitting up at the stage tipping because, you know, you, you do that. And Throwing that paper, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. And you're making it rain, doing the making whole thing. Making it rain. You and I both did, both did the, the same <laughs> hand gesture at the same time. That was great. It's like we scripted this thing, even though we didn't. So a uh, guy goes into the strip club, and he decides he's going around telling everybody how much money he's got. Oh, I'm a big rich guy. I got a whole bunch of money, but I don't like tipping. I'm not tipping anybody. I'm not tipping. So the strippers got a little upset set with him and he was doing things like going around following the strippers around from table to table as they were doing their table dances and heckling them which is also not something you see happen in a strip club all that often i don't think i mean how often it's like oh come on um but that's what he was doing and not tipping and the strippers are getting more and more irritated with him to the point that one of the strippers uh, whose last name is jo- oh, Victoria Jones, age 28, a likely name, decided to walk up to him, and according to the police report, yes, there's a police report, picked up a small stack of money and threw it towards the victim, who was struck in the face with illegal tender. 
She claimed that the cash was tossed in a, quote, non-aggressive manner, adding that, quote, this is a place where money is thrown everywhere. <laughs> Make it a rain. Uh, court records do not indicate what in what capacity Jones works at Body Talk or how many singles were involved in the alleged crime. Uh, however, McKelvey's friends, McKelvey is the, quote, victim in this case. He's the guy who didn't want a tip told investigators that he observed Jones take the money and slap the victim with it. She has now been charged with battery. Yeah, she posted a $500 bond and is scheduled for a March 15th arraignment. Do you know how many guys would spend a lot of money to have a stripper whip them with money? And in, in, in this case, he has her charged. <laughs> I don't know what's going on in Florida anymore. I really don't. More coming up after 1 o'clock on 98.1 KMBZ. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.